Hey, what's going down? Motivators, Dr. Drill, Making Motivation Podcast. Check it out. It's friggin' the 14th of August, 2021. Almost 3 p.m. I friggin' took the dog down the creek. She enjoyed that. She took a nice dump right before we left. Went to the friggin' farmer's market, little uh, Swartley's roadside stand where you got some old fucking people that uh, did not look like they were disabled in any way parking right in front of the wooden stand. I don't appreciate it. You fucking lazy bastards. You know, everybody else goes around a little fucking ramshackle, wooden, dilapidated fucking thing with the cash box. I got a nice, you know, array of fruits and veggies this morning. And here are these folks thinking that they're special parking right in the front of the thing. The husband in in the freaking cab with the window open. Hey, get some of those. And a big fat wife out there. Didn't look like she had a problem in the world other than that. And she's freaking out there. Everybody else is parking behind the stand. Anyway, one of my pet peeves. Okay? I don't know what people got going on. I'm not trying to judge anybody. You know who you are, though. Integrity, do its right when nobody's looking. Yeah, there are times when I drive by that roadside stand that I'm like, you know, there's nobody out here. It's raining a little bit. I'm going to see if I can pull over real quick and try to do this on the fly. But it's not a drive-by damn farmer's market. That would be cool. That would be a good idea. You know? Hey, what do you want? Oh, give me some of those peaches, some nectarines. How much are those? A little fucking cukes. Okay. Give me some of those. How much I burned out? Okay. How about keep the change and I'm just going to get another bucket of peaches and we're good. Everything's in these little wicker uh, buckets. These people do this for, you know, probably for a good part of their living. So get your ass out of that freaking car. You can do it. People on the side of the road selling some of their junk. Just leave it out on a little thing. A little Keurig look like coffee maker over there. Sitting on a little table. New text message from Milo. Whoa. A new text message from Milo. Let's see what he's got to say. A link of some sort. So, I did that, freaking hit Swartley's, made that little observation, and then uh, went to, I dropped the dog off, dried her off, dropped off my veg and fruits, freaking went over to little Planet Fitness, had a great workout, maybe an hour and a half, cardio, thousand stair climbs, uh, varying intensity, very nice walk, leisurely walk on the treadmill, did a bunch of machines, feeling pumped right now. I love it, man. I love when I can get in there and devote an hour to myself a day. I need to do that. I, I've been getting three days a week in. Tuesday, because I have a little time. Saturday and Sunday. You know, I try to get in another day if I can. <coughs> but Thursday I've, been, Thursday, I've been coming into the office earlier and earlier. So, it's just been busy. 
trying to help people. So what do we got? What do we got in the way of uh, other agenda today? I'm going to go home. I'm going to freaking meander around the house, do some do a little housework. My wife's painting our bedroom. Just relax a little bit. My son came back from a day at the beach yesterday with some friends. He was all freaking fried. Nose is all swollen up. Probably going to be blistered and peel and all that shit. He had a great time. It looked like that. So everybody's just kind of licked their wounds today. I think I'm going to stop by and see if I can find some zebra grass because I'm trying to uh, plant that. I want to get that planted. Uh, or I was looking for maybe pompous grass, but I don't know if I'm going to find that because some people find that that is invasive. I don't know if I'm going to find that where I'm going to be looking. But I'm going to give it a shot. I think it's County Line Nursery. A bigger, probably a little bit more expensive uh, garden center, but fuck it. I really want this look. I want to create this little privacy fence with some veg. Get this fucking create a little natural privacy fence. I hope it's 10 feet tall so I don't see your little face when you're driving in my neighborhood. Getting your little looky-loo when I'm carving my wood or whatever the hell I'm doing. Mind your own goddamn business. I'm kidding. I don't really care. So, uh, what's some current events and see if people can get fucking riled up about? What do you want to talk about? Uh, coronavirus, yes. Record numbers of unvaccinated people are becoming sick, hospitalized, Intensive care units, full, no more beds. Got sick health care providers. Got some pretty stern warnings from people who are doing this work. And they're saying, hey, I'm a doctor. I'm a cardiologist. I'm a infectious disease specialist. Please, you know, uh, understand that it is not risky at all for most healthy people and most unhealthy people. It's still not a fucking, it's a minuscule risk to assume to get this fucking vaccine. And all these dumbass, sorry, you're from the South. I love a lot of people from the South. Wonderful people. But there's some dumb motherfuckers down there. And they think that this is like the Civil War again. And if they're not careful, they beg the question of that too much. It, It might be. Cross party lines. There's so much division about this whole thing, and people are getting sick and they're dying. They're not all. They're not all old people now. Now, your average patient is younger, below 50, right? Some kids are getting sick. You can't say that the risk is um, that there's no risk. There is a risk. I read an article talking about you know four teachers in the same uh, school district dead. Hundreds of children quarantined because somebody was positive. So it's it really it makes you ask some of these questions like how are we going to do go about this right? Yeah, I mean I'm hell bound and determined to plow right through this and keep just working my office open, 
going to face-to-face, teaching college face-to-face, enjoying meals out with family. I'm not going to be doing that shut shut down shit again. I'm not I'm not scared like that anymore. Yeah, I never was tremendously scared, but I mean, come on, this shit's all around us. We want to. You can't turn a blind eye to some of the realities uh, that exist, which is that this thing could get you really fucking sick in their places right now, particularly in the south, and probably heading up this way. Numbers are rising. And you could get sick and die. Somebody you care about gets sick and die. You could pass this on to somebody. And that would suck, man. That'd be terrible. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be the one. You know, whether you like it or not, you can't just ignore this. You know, whether whether you you have it and it feels like a hangover for a couple of days, you gotta quarantine, can't go into work, can't go into school. It's a bummer, man. You're gonna feel like a fucking leper. And you should if you're if you're concerned about not only your welfare but potential impact on other people, right? You know, America United, stars and stripes, together forever, band together, and we conquered all this, Rosie the River to that, greatest military, mothers of America, you know, forefathers and mothers and all this shit, these things that we did to best the competition and rise above. What are we doing now, man? Look at us. We should be ashamed. But, you know, people, you, you should strive, I think, to be on the side of right. Like, some of the, for the behavior of people that, I, that I, we all know is not going to age well. You know? Look, it'd be great if it did. It'd be great if this was all, you know, I read an article again this morning by Scott Gottlieb who said that this is going to, rather than a pandemic, is going to be endemic which means that the infection is just going to be here coronavirus is going to be here but we're going to have to adapt to it and it's just going to be something that's around and yeah, maybe it'll be like a flu it'll be another critter to contend with and there'll be periodic spikes and we'll come up with medicines that will and vaccines and things that will protect us but right now if you're not vaccinated, you better get vaccinated taking some real risks um, so there's that and that's all over the news then there's this Afghanistan thing we pulled out of Afghanistan which we have been saying for a long time we're going to do we did and now the Taliban is going taking over cities ground that they lost so this is the unfortunate reality with when you try to occupy another country you know and you're there you might be there for 20 years at some point, you're going to go home. You're going to scale back. And that's when these folks are going to say, fuck this. You guys ready to get back into it? You ready to take our land back? You know, you ready to, you know, fulfill our mission of forming this caliphate or and imposing Sharia law on, on these societies? You know, when these foreigners finally left, the dog's away, fucking the cat's away, the mouse will play. Yeah, at some point, we had to leave. And we announced it, we withdrew troops, Taliban started getting their shit going, the coast is clear, they're like, alright, we're fucking going. So they've been taking all these cities, and it's been happening over the last couple weeks, and now they're close to Kabul, Kabul, and we sent a bunch of marines back, yeah, to withdraw people from the embassy, and they're destroying uh, 
paperwork and hard drives and all that stuff. Now, if they come in, we'll fucking destroy them. We'll, you know, could use it as an opportunity. Just if you see anybody who's looks who's the enemy, and you really want to, you know, first of all, get all of our people out, of course, and secondly, you see concentrations of troops that are doing evil, that are going to, you know, they're going to harm people, fucking blow their asses to smithereens, man, get your last licks in on the bad guys before you leave, protect all the innocent people, you know, we tried to set them up with a workable strategy to, um, to protect themselves, to safeguard their own people, but if they can't do it, at some point, they're going to have to stand on their own. Yeah, it's a shame that we're losing ground and all this, you know, this time that we spent over there and all the bullets downrange and the victories that, you know, we are uniquely capable of. You know, we, we're going to win. We're good at winning. But at some point, we leave and then it's not our, our, our chessboard anymore. They're going to, you know, they're going to do that. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. It's their country. But at some point, they gotta survive on their own. Did we upset the apple cart like Great Britain, like um, Russia, like um, China is doing now? China is going to be the next place. They're going to go in there. They're going to try to utilize the land, and they bought a bunch of land and making pacts, and they're going to go and mine the area. And who knows? You know what's going to happen, but I'm, just, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a similar problem, you know, and hopefully they'll learn from everyone else's mistakes, but the ultimate reality is this place is the fucking makes a wild west look like a Chuck E. Cheese, and there's nothing that we can do to, to Stabilize the country in the long term. Hell, our country isn't even stable. What the hell are we doing over there? So, now this is a big challenge to Biden because uh, you know he made the call. He says he doesn't regret the call. I'm sure he's sensitive to everybody and he wants to get, you know, doesn't want any disaster, embassies and all that stuff. But, um, all right, here, here I am doing this. County line nursery. Let's see what these fuckheads have. back just went into a county line nursery over here down yonder county line nursery in Harleysville a really nice guy his name was Clayton helped me with uh, selecting grasses so I've been doing some research online and found something called um, porcupine grass. And it seems like exactly what I'm looking for. I want something that's going to form like a privacy screen. It's going to be really nice. So I got three of them and they should quadruple under my care. With, they're pretty hardy, so don't require a shitload of care. But they're going to quadruple over the next year or so. So that's cool. They're going to merge together and we're going to have a gigantic fucking hedge. 
people can come by and see in our ample, we have ample fucking sunlight out there, nourish these porcupine grasses, I love them, cannot wait to see what they do, they're really nice, maybe I'll put them along our entire driveway, porcupine grass, you drive through the porcupine grass, really going to start getting into horticulture, I can see it now, okay, back to, uh, that was interesting, great experience, $60 later, I got uh, three gallon pots of uh, porcupine grass, should be low maintenance, six foot, eight foot high, as wide, it's going to be awesome, so, Clayton was very helpful on it, I absolutely recommend you check that dude out, because he's fucking nice, He's a perennial Jedi. So, very great experience there. Um, back to the whole Afghanistan thing. Look, it's terrible. It's terrible that um, that we were at war over there for 20 years, and that we had to go into the different the neighboring countries and attack them first. And it's such a shit show in the Middle East. It's terrible. I'm sorry that. Uh, there's strife anywhere. I know that there are people in these developing countries that are just, they got a fucked up life and people don't have freedom of anything. They've got a lot of chaos, a lot of ignorance when it comes to, uh, you know, they're all friggin' following the Quran and all that shit. Or most, anyway, right? They're devout Muslims. Nothing wrong, no offense with that, but you know, so you want to start a caliphate and you know make sure that everybody adheres to the rules that you said, and basically got a no division of church and state, and that's a terrible thing uh, for a lot of reasons, in my opinion. But it's none of my goddamn business, and I don't think we should have been there for 20 years. I don't think we should have. Uh, if we're going to war, we should have gone in there and. I'm sure we did what we needed to do, but I know a lot of people who served in various countries professionally. I'm sure that they feel terrible that that you know for all the sacrifices made and guys and gals that didn't come home, that it was a waste of our time. And now we're just pulling out. And Biden is on Biden's watch, so he's going to get a lot of grief, a lot of blame, and rightfully so, I guess. You know. I do believe, I do think it was important to pull out. I know Trump was talking about eventually move, uh, taking troops out of there, and it's precarious when you do that. It's precarious when you do it. You know, at some point, these assholes had to be able to fight their own battles and uh, retain the ground that we have fought for. And that that's one of the biggest shames, right? Is that there's no. Nobody could pick up where America left off. So in these other countries, they want to fill the vacuum. They want they want to go in there and try to help, you know, keep the peace or do whatever. China, all these, India, all these countries that are supposedly uh, in Russia. You want to go back in there and take, take another shot, Russia? Literally, you know. At some point you leave. And you lose. Because you're not dealing with people who are capable of, of taking care of themselves. 
mostly because we hamstring them when when we go in and intervene. And a justifiable mission initially turns into some crazy, contrived, drawn-out rationale for staying there. And it just becomes part of our fabric of our nation. We, we, should just didn't, we shouldn't be there. And we had to leave, and now we got to vacate this embassy. And do these dickheads want to go over there and, take, and fill the vacuum that we leave? The Taliban, I mean? Then, you know, maybe we shouldn't have taken that ground in the first place. Maybe we should have left it to them. What the fuck are we fighting for? We're fighting, we should be fighting for our strategic objectives and getting in and out as soon as we possibly can. Instead, we, you know, we occupied the terrain and we stuck around too long. And so when we leave, it's going to be a shit show, which it is now. So this is going to be the next thing that we need to, um, that people are going to be talking about and arguing about and worrying about. And I guess at this point, there's, um, I feel as though, You know, there's a, there's a limit to the impact that, that I can have. You know, I saw a friend, a good Marine buddy, get on there and say this administration is a, you know, you know they're a disgrace, uh, you know, again with the, um, leaving the embassy occupied and not being prepared if you pull troops out, you don't leave, you know, anyone behind. It's a lot more complex than, than I think most of us will ever know, will ever realize. I agree. Let's not leave Americans in harm's way. Let's not leave um, this them anything that they can reclaim. You know, leave the enemy any advantage, but... You could fight, fight, fight for a freaking hilltop... And then as soon as you leave, somebody's going to take that ground. You have to leave at some point in time. If you want to fucking live, if you want to have a life, you don't want to be fighting and keeping that hilltop forever. Just because you think you should or you could. It's not good. So I don't know what it looks like, but I'm going to go plant my porcupine fucking grass. I can't wait try to enlist these kids to help me out. Tomorrow will be for carving. 